You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So the Free to Be Mindful podcast is actually off for the summer, but don't you worry, because we're still here to provide you with the most listened to episodes for your enjoyment. So whether you're a new listener to the podcast, or if this podcast has a special place in your heart because you've been here along this wild four-season journey, I invite you to join us to explore some of our most most loved topics from bite-sized pieces on personal development to essential discussions on mental health and well-being. We're excited to look back at some of the episodes that really resonated with you, the listeners. So the first episode with our highest views to date is actually the season opener. Episode one, season one, the beginning of it all with a nostalgic throwback called expectations and reflections. Now, listening back to this episode, you can really tell the growth of the last four seasons of the podcast. In this episode, I talked about expectations and reflections and how they're tied into the holidays. And as I'm recording this in the summer of 2023, it's far from the holidays, but the message is still really important. It focuses on the question of why. Why is it that we feel we have to do all the things? And while some of the stories in the podcast do use examples from the holidays, it does ask us to stop and think about what is absolutely necessary in our life and what do we have to keep and what can we perhaps let go of. This episode dives into how sometimes we have really high expectations of ourselves and of the people around us and where these expectations sometimes come from. Understanding how these expectations impact our decisions and views of ourselves can show how important it is to separate these expectations from the reality. And by removing these expectations, we can be more mindful, we can soak in the moments, and we can express gratitude for what we have and who we are. Hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to episode one of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I'm glad to have you sharing space with me today. And if this is our first time meeting on here, be sure to check out the trailer where you get to know more about me and what the podcast is all about. I hope you've been having an awesome holiday season. And as the song goes, it's the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) I used to sing once upon a time, but I know that's not the case for everyone. Our life experiences sometimes create an outline of how the year looks for us. And if you've experienced a loss in your life around the holiday season, this may be an annual reminder. There have actually been studies that show that the body can actually remember stressful or traumatic experiences even a year later or on the year anniversary of an event. 
And this year, some of us may be feeling a feeling of loss as the holidays may have looked different for us than years prior. For others, the level of strain and expectations we place on ourselves, or in some cases, what others place on us, can be really overwhelming. I always find myself trying to play catch up um, between two different worlds, and here's what I mean by that. Generally speaking, in the Latinx culture, we celebrate Christmas Eve. When I was younger, I remember big parties with my family. The entire family would gather at someone's house and we would eat dinner, play games, dance, laugh the whole night until the stroke of midnight. So Christmas Eve until the stroke of midnight. And between being on the different floors, you know, in someone's home or in an apartment, again, filled with laughter and eating and drinking and playing games, Santa would somehow get there without anybody noticing magic, I guess. And we would open our gifts at midnight. And then at Christmas morning, we're filled with going to church. So imagine staying up late and then going to church the next day. And now that I have my own family, pre-pandemic, we would spend Christmas Eve with one side of the family and get home after midnight, right? After celebrating and after opening gifts and then prepping for Santa once we got back to our home. And that has changed over the years too, because I've quickly gone from home baked cookies to Pillsbury cookies to just taking them straight out of the box now. And then my son would wake us up early to open up gifts on Christmas morning, specifically those from Santa. And then we'd still go to church at some point and then visiting more family on Christmas day. And truly it's amazing, but super exhausting all at the same time. So where do you fall in this holiday spectrum? Do you become sentimental by past memories, which can then impact your mood that day? Or do you rush the gift opening experience because you have to get ready to go to someone's house or go to church or something along those lines? Do you miss out on your child's smiling face because you're looking at them through a screen instead of through your own eyes? Or do you fill a cup of coffee or chocolate milk, sit on the couch, and truly take it all in? And there really is no right or wrong answer. Every family, every setup, every experience is completely different and completely perfect all at the same time. And there's so many expectations we place on ourselves. And when asked why, like, why do you have to do all this? Why do you have to have all these fish for dinner? (laughs) Why do you have to make everything look just so? Why do we have to open the gifts in a certain way? Why do we have to go to someone's house? We just say, we just have to. It's the way it goes. It's the way it's always been. It's tradition. But do we? Really? I once heard someone say, that they looked at life with having only so many holidays to celebrate and to experience here on this earth. So that by the time you're around 40, you have 40 or so, 40 if you're lucky, um, holiday seasons left to celebrate. And I'll be honest, looking at things that way can seem quite morbid, Um, you know, but do you rush to get as many experiences in if you look at things that way? Or Do you just try to put an end to the nonsense and the fluff and the unnecessary rushing, the unrealistic need of trying to be perfect, or do you just stop 
and soak it all in. The smiles, the laughter, the tears, and even the fights. So you just stop and soak everything in. And if there was a time in our lives that may have taught us just that, it's definitely 2020. As humans, I think we naturally like to plan. Some of us obviously more than others. And I'm definitely a planner. And this time last year, we may have been planning all of the wondrous things that 2020 would bring us. And um, yeah, it sure did bring us a lot, just not in the way that we expected it to. But was it really all bad? An important aspect of mindfulness is creating space to express gratitude. As we express more gratitude, we welcome more of it into our lives. And as we reflect back on the year we just had, weaved in between the unexpected, we may have spent a lot of time with family. We may have seen our kids grow up before our very own eyes. Working parents may have experienced their kids' classes much more than ever before. Everyone's text games certainly stepped up. We cooked more meals at home. We may have saved money on travel, maybe even on entertainment or on going out or <laughs> lack thereof. You may have accomplished many projects around your home. You may even have contacted extended family more than you would have normally. And I'm sure if you really think about it, you probably could think of other silver linings that you experienced. So as you sit here in reflection, thinking back on 2020, was it really all that awful? Okay, yeah, fine. We experienced a global pandemic. I know that. <laughs> and there are many people and aspects of our lives that we've grieved through. You know, there were many losses, whether again, it was losses of, of lives or, or losses of experiences. I get that. But there were also extraordinary blessings in disguise if we allowed them into our lives. So... Here we are in the brink of a new year, which we are probably all eagerly awaiting. <laughs> but what will we do with those lessons that we learned, either those willingly or unwillingly during this past year? Instead of waiting for 2021, why don't you just start right now, right? Start today, start in this very moment. So right now, Regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a breath in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Make a conscious effort to feel your belly rise as you take a breath in and feel it deflate as your breath goes out through your mouth. In whatever activity it is you're doing right now, take a moment to reflect on the biggest learning lesson 2020 has brought to your life and try to think about that lesson in a positive light. Then picture yourself this week, whether you're listening to this the week before New Year's Eve or whether it's later on in the year. 
How can you weave that lesson learned into your life right now? How can you stop to appreciate the small stuff this week? As you think of all you have going on this week, what is absolutely necessary? And where can you let some of the expectations go? Think of when in your day you can take a few moments just for you. And not to aimlessly scroll through social media, but to truly reflect on your day, on this month, or even on your life. And as you do that, say thanks and express gratitude for all the good there is in your life. This way, you can make space for more good to enter. Take this feeling of gratitude and think of how you can keep it going in your life and not based on the conditions of others, but based upon your own conscious effort. And know that you own the desire, the motivation, and the ability to bring upon this feeling of gratitude, this feeling of peace, of good, of whatever it is, in your heart and to your mind whenever you need it the most. And whether you're listening to this prior to the new year or at some point after, I wish you blessings and peace for this day and all days going forward. May you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.